Welcome, everyone, to a brand new season of the Intersection podcast, the intersection of sports and society. You may notice that a new voice is is uh, entering your ear holes right now. I'm uh, I'm Eli Burgett. I'm not Jackson Janetsky, and alongside me is my partner in crime, Cameron Moon. Cameron, how you doing? I'm good, Eli. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. And with us are our two beloved advisors, Nicole Kraft and Tim Miller. Nicole, Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you, Tim? Happy to be here. That's great. Well, welcome everyone to a brand new season. We are very excited for uh, this new season. Uh, we got a lot new, new news coming at you, new events coming at you, and uh, let's just start off by explaining a little bit about what SSI is. And I can see Cameron is ready to talk about that. So, oh, I definitely am, Eli. So SSI, the Sports and Society Initiative here at Ohio State, the what I've been thinking about you know, coming into this is I always just assumed that it was a student club, you know, because I've gone to student meetings and things like that, but it's much more than that. And Nicole, you could probably attest to that too, is, you know, there's a whole faculty and staff behind it that really makes this thing run. There, there certainly is. And I'm honored to be part of it. And I'm really honored to be here with all of you and with my very good friend, Tim. Um, Sports and Society is uh, really the hub on which a lot of spokes come off. Uh, it's a commitment that Arts and Sciences has made to digging deeper into the spaces where sport and society intersect one another in research, in programming, and in our career readiness opportunities for students. So it started, uh, I give credit to my very good friend, Jan Box Steffensmeyer, who had a vision that said, uh, Ohio State is number one in sports. We should be number one in sports research. So we started the initiative with that plan, and we um, have, have made great strides in that regard. I got to give a shout out to my um, our research chair, who is Chris Canuster in sociology and does great work with the. Uh, he has a, a national sport and society uh, study that he's working with, um, and also Ryan Ruddy, who's our assistant director, who does our undergraduate research. So we've made that commitment, and that's how we started. But we quickly evolved into programming, where we brought in some amazing speakers. Um, we brought in uh, Tommy uh, Tommy Smith from uh, 1968 Olympic fame with Mahmoud Adouarul and uh, Malcolm Jenkins to talk about you know civil rights and sports. We talked about uh, paying college athletes with Maurice Claret. Uh, we you know recently hosted a book signing with with uh, Malcolm Jenkins. We're doing something with uh, transgender athletes with our partners over at um, the Center for uh, Ethics and Human Values. Uh, so we have great partnerships across the university with our programming. We do a lot of uh, career-related events as well and class development so that our students are ready to have careers in sports because not everyone is going to go on to be a professional athlete. Most people won't, but they want careers in sports. So we offer our career readiness fair, which is coming up in February. We take students on uh, incredible real-life experiences to uh, the Women's Final Four, the Indy 500, covering the Blue Jackets, the Columbus Crew, my friend Tim. That's how we met was our our work with the crew. So really what, what sports and society is intended to be is the connection point for everyone who feels that sport and society impacts them in some way and how they can pursue it in a way that's meaningful for them. Good segue there into Tim. And, you know, Tim, here at Ohio State now, you're a professor, you're teaching a little bit, but you have quite a bit of a background in that intersection between sports and society. You worked with the crew for a number of years. So, you know, what about SSI kind of caught your eye coming here to Ohio State and what did it, what about it made you want to join? Yeah, first and foremost, really excited to be here. I, I think if there's one encapsulation of, of SSI. It's that with partnerships, uh, you can accomplish so much more. Uh, and working here at Ohio State's been a, a real privilege for me, but also just seeing 
breadth and the and the depth of the power of, of communication and collaboration here at, at Ohio State. I'm actually seated seated here today because I think the greatest recruiter uh, of the SSI program and one of uh, OSU's greatest assets, if you have not gotten a chance to meet Dr. Kraft, uh, Nicole is is a wonderful uh, person because uh, she continues to try to uh, encourage individuals to open their eyes to a lot of different opportunities, but ultimately to do you, do what is your style and, and be exposed. I think it would be a real crying shame if you're tuning into this first episode uh, and you are a, a second semester senior and this is the first time that, that you've even questioned the idea uh, of what Ohio State could do for you, regardless of whether you want to go into sports. Absolutely. Specifically, if you're interested in the intersection of, of sports and society and join now um, and, and get that exposure. But I wanted to join Ohio State because uh, after 15 years in, in pro sports and front offices, I, I wanted a new challenge. And so in addition to on the side, I run my own sports consulting practice. I, I wanted to be able to sort of apply what I had learned and, and try something really new. So on the lecturing side, really enjoy the teaching, but getting to be involved with SSI helps me see be at the pulse of conversations that I need to strengthen uh, myself and be more aware of, continue to learn. I think the greatest thing about the program is the ability to recognize uh, weak spots and and um, areas that, that you can always learn more about. And that's that curiosity that makes Ohio State really, really fun if you go down the rabbit hole of all the access you have. And I just want to jump in real fast what Tim just said about the partnerships. I cannot just you know enthusiastically uh, echo um, we have the most amazing partners across the city I mean from Linda Logan who's on our board from uh, the Columbus Sports Commission to the work that we've done with Gene Smith across the athletic department to our coaches um, to the professional sports Todd Chirac is an alum of, of Ohio State's journalism program he's uh, you know VP of communication at the Columbus Blue Jackets always welcoming of students and, and our experiences together the fact that, that Tim and I connected through the crew and his willingness to welcome our students the, the entire city of Columbus just has such open arms when it comes to sports, um, and all of our alums at the same time. Joshua Perry's on our board. Um, you know, Marcella Packer, who was on our women's basketball team, she's on our board. Kristen Watt, the voice of the Lady Buckeyes, she's on our board. You know, just people who want to give back, who who know the influence that sports had on them, and the ability that we all have to connect under the this umbrella of, of sport and how much we love it, and their willingness to, to help our students and, and help our programming achieve what it needs to be is what makes, I think, Ohio State, not I think, it's what makes Ohio State second to none. That's absolutely right. And uh, just back to what Tim said, you being such a great recruiter, I remember vividly uh, what long ago at the beginning of the fall semester of 2023, uh, Way some 6'4 <laughs> kid comes in your <laughs> class 15 minutes late carrying a, a spin scooter. And uh, you say, you can't have that in here. And also there's no seats for you. And I was just like, okay, I'll just stand. And so... <laughs> It's it's funny how how time works out and how we're gonna edit that yeah, out. No, well, no, we shouldn't. We should keep that in. We should keep that in. <laughs> but I'm I'm also very happy to be here with, with both of you. So, and you know, talking Nicole about you know some of the people that are on the advisory board and you know some other former Ohio State student athletes like Greg Oden. You know, you talked about the conversation he had with SSI where he revealed quite a you know a number of things about himself. So. You know, with that, what is it like, you know, you two being a part of an organization that's so much bigger than yourselves? You know, you guys are able to represent something, you know, that really puts out this message of how much sports and society can intercross and how important, you know, is that message to, you know, put out? I think the thing that makes it the most magical for me is that we're, we're a make-your-own-adventure 
space. So, you know, we we ended up, Greg came as part of an event we did on um, what happens when sports ends for you. Mm-hmm. And that was something that resonated with me as the parent of someone who was involved heavily in sports, who was graduating from college, from high school at mm-hmm. the time. Sports was going to end for him. And then recognizing, taking that out further and talking to, to Joshua Perry about what it meant for him to end his career. And, you know, we all played sports, or many of us did at some level, and it ended for us. What does that feel like at all different levels? The same way um, I got heavily involved in the creative space because of our partnership with Andy DeVito over in Ohio State Athletics and um, the, the football creative team. And so we created an event called CreativeCon. So for two years, we've taken a break this year, but we're going to come back to it. We held an all-day seminar that attracted people from around the country, in fact, internationally, who came to talk about careers in the sports creative space, something that really had never been discussed before. And we started talking about mental health mm-hmm. and what it means to work in sports and the hours that we have to work. And so when people come to SSI, and, and they're open with their needs, we have the ability to meet them where they are and to take them where they want to be, and that's the greatest gift for me. We've started uh, three new student clubs in the last year, and we've helped people get started. We've found advisors for them. We've nurtured them to, to be able to move f- through to fruition because they had dreams and they had goals and they wanted to be able to achieve them, and that's the magic of, of SSI is, is saying, hey, this is what you want to do. These are the people that can help you do it. Let's everybody come together and put on a show. And the way I kind of think of it is, and you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but SSI is kind of like the overbranching thing of SGSR and SAA. We, um, not exactly in the sense we support them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the advisor for Scarlet and Gray, so that was an automatic Scarlet and Gray Sports Radio, which mm-hmm. is our uh, the radio arm of Ohio State Athletics. We are actually funded by the athletic department, so mm-hmm. they've always been very generous with us. And I took over as the advisor um, a few years ago, so I think it came under the auspices of, Scar- of, of SSI because of my involvement, but I also think it expanded our opportunities to be able to expose. In the same way, Dr. Ruddy, Dr. Ryan Ruddy, is the advisor for SAA with um, our other very good friend John Draper over at uh, Fisher College of Business. And so because of our all involvement with SSI, then we bring those organizations into the fold. And what that's allowed us to do, and I, I think, I don't know if you guys took part in the three-on-three. Wasn't there a three-on-three basketball? Yeah, last night. Th- there, yeah. was, there was a tournament, but nobody picked me. Oh, I'm sorry. So, which is sad. It's sad. But it's, it's heartbreaking. It's, it's the story of my life. We were two so. and done last night. My team was, so. But, I'm, but you had the experience. Yeah, you and, had the experience. And that's the thing. We would never have had student groups talking to each other before. Right. And now we've created a, an environment where all of the people who are interested interested in sports and want to be part of these student clubs, not only are they starting new ones, but the ones that have existed, now they're talking to each other, and they're getting membership overlap, and they're getting engaged in activities together, and they're making connections and relationships and friendships that will last them long past their involvement at Ohio State. That, to me, is is one of the greatest achievements that we've had. Yeah, That's part of the point, right? I mean, when you take a step back and think about why people are passionate about sports, you know, certainly there's a fun element to it and so that's always um, sort of at the core of of what we're creating is something that is fun or at least intellectually stimulating but sports have the incredible power to unite and connect people in ways that we couldn't even imagine and so I think about those that want to work in sports or those that do work in sports the willingness of, of individuals to help SSI and the willingness of SSI to help those individuals is primarily because we want to create those can't-miss moments in sports that bring together different communities and different walks of life. But in order to do that and in order to bring together different cultures, different walks of life, different types of audiences, 
It also is incumbent upon those individuals in the sports world to educate themselves, to expose themselves to different conversations, maybe even difficult conversations. And that's what I love about Ohio State. It's not just the sports fan club, and, and rightfully so, being a sports fan is wonderful and there is a place for it. But if you are working with someone in SSI or interacting with someone from SSI, know that they're involved because they truly believe about that channel, that connection purpose that the intersection, just like this show, has between sports and society. And that's what I think is really great. It's who are we connecting with, but also how do we educate ourselves to expose to ways that we can be better connectors. And connecting is, Dr. Krebs, I think, middle name. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) And you've both spoken a lot about opportunities. What are some of the specific opportunities that students have within SSI? Not just just within SSI, but also, sorry, pardon the pun here, intersecting with different (laughs) departments in sports. Sorry. I just had to get out of the way. So um, we've created classes. So uh, we have class. In fact, the class that Tim uh, is teaching, sports media relations, that exists because uh, we were involved in creating that. We're in the midst now of working with our school, school of communication, on a certificate, a sports communication certificate that we expect that will launch in the fall. We um, this our career readiness fair, I think, is unique to the university and unique. To a lot of universities, we're not working on just getting employers here where you get to shake hands and hand someone your resume. We have real employers who are going to sit down with you for an afternoon and say, look, this is what will make you employable. So how do you look when I meet you? What does your resume look like? What do your experiences look like? What do you need to do while you're here in order to be employable? And you know what? Let me get your name. Um, we have a partnership. Uh, we actually, with School of Communication and NBC Universal, we went uh, actually on Friday. One of my students told me on his first day he dreamed of working for NBC. That was literally how he introduced himself. And uh, I, then I introduced him to the hiring manager of of NBC Universal, so like that's the kind of experience that you get. We this year for the first time are uh, staffing uh, a group of students at the Women's Final Four, which is in Cleveland. So we'll be taking nine, I think fourteen students up there, and they're going to be working the Women's Final Four. They worked the first tournament, uh, the first uh, round of the NCAA tournament last year. We're also taking students to the Indy Five Hundred, and they're going to be working there for the duration of the Indy Five Hundred weekend. So we have a you know, I, I'm remiss of not mentioning the partnership we have with our career services. Um, I, our wonderful board member, uh, Aaron Klein, who, you know, his job is to connect students with opportunities, and I don't think anyone does it better. And so what we've been able to do is to amplify his efforts. Um, and by the same token, we have students who say, hey, I'd really love to be able to do this. So we make that opportunity for them, too. We have an alum uh, who works for the San Jose Sharks. She says, I'm going to be in town when the Sharks are here. I'd love to host an event at the Columbus Blue Jackets and talk to people about what I do. So now we're doing that event. So every time opportunity knocks for us, either students seek it or people volunteer it, we have the ability to, to bring all of those people together and, and, and hopefully it, you know bring them the magic that they deserve. SSI, where dreams come true. That's it. So, Tim, do you want to add to that? Yeah, I think... If you're listening to this and you just heard all of the opportunities, I think there might be a tendency for some in the audience listening, perhaps a misconception that you have to have your whole sports career figured out and that the only way you're going to have a a good experience is if the career fair is exactly going to get you to where you need to be or that this event is exactly going to do for you. And the reason that I teach one of the classes and any success that I have is on the shoulders of what Nicole had sort of established 
is because it's opening sort of your minds and, and, and the doors to a lot of different paths that could be available. And case in point, one of the classes in the sports of the sections of, of sports media relations that I'm teaching this semester is actually really interesting. We did a poll at the beginning of the semester and more almost 70% of the students in one of the sections indicated I want to work in sports and I love that which means 30% of the students in the class are maybe interested in sports curious about sports passionate about sports but pretty sure they don't want to work in sports and that's cool so I'm going to teach a class that gives them enough exposure for that but more interestingly the 70% almost half of those students that said they want to work in sports don't know where in sports they want to work. And so if you're finding that some of these opportunities sound interesting, odds are you probably exhibit one of the three things that I find with any student that's involved with SSI. And one is curiosity, one is passionate, and one is coachable. And, and I find that any student that is going to have success, regardless of what career, but specifically if you're going to have success in the sports industry, be curious, be coachable, and be passionate. And if you place that trust that those three things will kind of be your guiding principles, man, the opportunities start to open in ways that you didn't expect. And candidly, that's why I got most involved with SSI uh, on top of, of working here is I would have killed for a different framework of thinking about how to approach my exposure to the sports industry. It's one thing to be really passionate and want to make it your own, but the ability to be surrounded by people who are passionate, curious, and coachable and don't have the answers mm -hmm. either, that is a is a true sort of broadening of capabilities and horizons. Yeah, because, I mean, you've talked about I'm in that sports media relations class of, you know, you were 25 years old and you talked about how, like, I don't know where to go from here because, you know, I was so dead set on getting to this position so quick, so fast. So it's nice to hear your perspective about, you know, we're – 21 22 years old we don't need to have it all figured out but as long as we're curious and we're passionate and we we're connected with adults like you that are really our <laughs> net i guess <laughs> legal adults on our end you're legal we're legal you we can come to yeah. thanksgiving and sit at the big kids yes, table anytime cameron and i, I, I still, still, still we'll sit at the kids table you i'm too young so do I. it's because of the scooter <laughs> yeah, i think it's right. because of the scooter but i also you know again echoing uh, what tim said you, you know in addition to that i just want to add flexibility mm -hmm. so you know I got what I would have considered my dream job when I entered college. So I started working at the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm -hmm. I was like 18, and I thought, I've made it. Like, this is it. And then you realize a year later, huh, what else is out here? And so we don't want anybody to leave here thinking that you have to have the answer. All I encourage people to do is say yes. So if you're not sure that you want to work in professional sports, we'll try one of these experiences that we're going to make open and see what you think about it. I mean, sports takes a real commitment. And, you know, there's a lot of time constraint. And we joke that you, it's not really funny, that you work while other people are having fun. We work so other people can have fun. So what we want to do is for people to be able to say, I'm going to try this. I'm going to experience it. And when you try one thing, a door opens up and you walk through it and then there's five more doors in front of you and you decide do I stay in this room or do I go in one of these other doors we want to know let people know 
that there's other doors out there, what those other doors might look like, and how they can just walk through them if they just have enough confidence in themselves to say, I'm going to try this. And we want to provide them with the foundation that says, look, we'll support you while you try this. You're not alone. You're never going to be alone as long as you're an Ohio State alum or an Ohio State student. You have people here that want to nurture you through the experiences so you can try to figure out what's right for you. That's our ultimate goal. And it makes the sports industry, which I think someone entering college might feel is a daunting task because they hear about how competitive it is, how cutthroat it is. That approach that Nicole's talking about helps take away the scariness of it a little bit more and makes it a little bit more comfortable and objective with the numbers game. So, you know, we talk about the career career fair. Being able to go into a situation and realizing that, yeah, it's going to be a numbers game. I may not be the right fit for this potential role, and they may not be the right fit for me, and that's okay. But actually, one of two things is really going to happen. Either I'm going to get a yes, and that's going to give me an awesome opportunity, and maybe that awesome opportunity is one of many different opportunities, right? Or I'm going to get a no. And you know what the no is? That's feedback. That doesn't mean that that's a no forever. That's feedback on either how I'm branding myself, how I'm approaching my preparation, how I'm navigating timing. Those are just feedback items. And if you can kind of take your ego and yourself out of the situation and realize feedback is an ultimate gift, wow. Then getting back to Ohio State being a great research institution, now we've got people that are passionate about data and feedback is data. True that. And, you know, you talk about, you know, people in the organization that kind of focus on data, Matt Kendig, a data analytics intern. So that kind of brings me to my next point about, you know, you guys have a ton of faculty on your board that kind of support you. But, you know, there's six or seven or maybe eight student interns as well. So how important do you guys see interns and how important is it to have interns so that, you know, we as a group kind of have an understanding of what it's like to be in the sports industry world before we, you know, have an actual job. Let me, let me translate that. How important are we to SSI? <laughs> well, today you're really, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, it's, I think, one of the things that I feel uh, the most satisfied by, and the and I, I'm not a big proud person, but I really do feel proud of the SSI investment and in, in our interns, and I, you know, I don't think of you as interns. I think of you as colleagues that we work with. Your perspective is invaluable to us in understanding, you know, the, the things that we need to do to connect with the people who need the work that we're doing the most in in a lot of spaces. So, we have people from all walks of life. So, yes, we have some faculty, and we have faculty affiliates that we're incredibly proud to be part of. You know, in arts and sciences and beyond. My very good friend Brian Turner from Education and Human Ecology um, is a great partner for us, even though you know he's not. Part of arts and sciences, but but we need him and his perspective. Um, the same thing with Leanne Lauer and, and other friends like that. John Davidson, who's in Germanic film, but he's our faculty athletics rep. But to get to your question about you, the, the role that, that you serve as interns, you're invaluable in the skill set that you bring to the table. You know things that we don't know. You have perspectives that we don't have. You're able to see the world in a way that we need to be able to see it because you know, I can only speak for myself. I'm way older than Tim. Um, you know, my career has has happened, and and people say to me like, "How did this? How did you do this thing?" And I'm like, "The way my path is like not conventional, and it may not work now. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to be experiencing a different path. So we want to make sure that we 
get your perspectives that you contribute to the work that we're doing and that you build the skills that you can as an equal member of this team. There's nothing I hated more being an intern was feeling like I was an intern. So I, I don't ever want you to you guys to feel that way either. Like you are as equal a part of our team for the time that you're with us. And, and people have gone on to great heights from this particular intern experience. So we expose them to, you know, People who are doing high-level work um, in the all the across the leagues, across you know different you know our partnership with Luke Fedlam, who's an amazing attorney who um, you know works in the NIL space. Just being able to expose all of you to these people and realize that the job that you have is being filled by someone who wants to nurture you through it um, and to get you there—that's really what we dream of for all of you to have that opportunity. Any last questions for me, Lai? I got to tell you guys. Uh... I'm already in SSI, but I want to join. Oh, good. Like, thank this, God. <laughs> this, is, this has been great. You guys are amazing. Big thank you to Nicole Kraft and Tim Miller, our, our beloved advisors. For, beloved. For, for yeah, beloved. Beloved. And I'm going I'm to throw that word around okay. many times if you guys are in the room. So thank you guys for joining us. Cameron, any last words from you? Uh, no, I appreciate you guys for coming on and giving your perspective and your insight. You know, it's invaluable. Like you said, you know, we're invaluable to you. You're invaluable to us. So we, we certainly appreciate it. And a good first episode to kick the uh, new season off. Yeah, let's well, just we can't wait to see what episodes you guys have coming. So we yeah. have, have very high hopes for this season, and I hope that very much that people are going to continue to tune in uh, to The Intersection. I hope so as well. Uh, from everyone here at The Intersection of Sports and Society, I'm Eli Burgett, and he's been Cameron Moon. We'll see you next time.